This is Coach Lee, and you're listening to The Door Report. At Vanderbilt, it's Tim Corbin in the Vandy Boys, Jerry Stackhouse on the hardwood, and Clark Lee on the gridiron. Nashville, it's time to sit back, relax, grab a cold one, and enjoy the show. The Music City is our state, and West End is where we rock. You're listening to The Door Report, the premier Vanderbilt podcast for fans who believe black and gold. Commodore Nation. Anchor down. No strings till the hank comes out. Make all the drunk girls scream and shout. We love it, we hate it. We're all just trying to make it in this crazy town. Welcome in to a special edition episode of the Door Report. Brought to you by Corey Perkins of Parks Realty. If you're a first-time home buyer or a, a returning home buyer, or just anybody who's just looking for a place to live right now, Corey Perkins is your guy. You can email him at capy25 at gmail.com. You can also call him, text him, whatever. However you need to get a hold of him at 615-459-4040. And finally, on his official website, you can find him at www.parksathome.com dot com slash agents slash Corey dash Perkin Perkins slash. And so welcome in to the door report special edition episode. By the time you guys are hearing this, we will have already dropped our season preview, but we are joined by Vandy, former Vandy football players, Vandy legends, Vandy. Are y'all, are y'all graduates yet? No, no, we're a rising oh, Van! Oh, my gosh. Vandy students making time for us here at the Door Report. Awesome, guys. We're here joined by Jack Barton, former safety linebacker with Vanderbilt, and Tommy Eccles, former linebacker with Vanderbilt. How are we doing today, gentlemen? Doing great, doing great. How are you doing? Uh, doing good. For those of you who don't know, Tommy is uh, Tommy just got back from the airport like two minutes ago, and he's already scrambling to do a pod with us, so we are very grateful. And and, and Jack is uh, meeting uh, his girlfriend and her parents for dinner right after this, so they're making time for us, and we are incredibly appreciative of that. So everybody doing good? Are we, are we missing football? Are we ready for it to be back? How are we feeling? We're ready for Tommy. it to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's fair to say that we're ready for it to be back to watch it. Yeah, um, that, that's for sure. Is it going to feel different watching it as opposed to from the stands as opposed to being on the sidelines? How weird is that going to feel? I would say for me, I've been removed out of it five months longer than Tommy. So I think maybe for him, oh, okay. it might be weird because I left after uh, the end of last season and I went and studied abroad. Um, and so I've sort of been out of it and I've really transitioned to fan mode, but I think, you know, Tommy, he, he finished after spring, so he'll have to get his opinion on that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I think it'd be a little different, but I'm excited for it. It'll be fun to be in the stands. It'd be kind of cool to, you know, see what's kind of going on out there. Uh, and of course it'd be nice to see the boys out there. It'd be funny to see that. So it'll be cool to, uh, be, see the star walk and do all of that, you know, oh, on the just, just from a fan perspective. Yeah. 
that's that's always been one of me and my dad's favorite things is the star walk we're never we never we sometimes we stay late enough after a big win you're like dude whatever screw it we'll stay we'll stay for the star walk but yeah we're so glad that you guys are joining us of course we here at tdr are incredibly excited for the season you guys know more than we do about the inner workings of of this locker room and the way this coaching staff works so towards the end of this interview we're going to uh get y'all's opinion on the upcoming season just a brief little little what you guys think looking at the schedule looking at personnel how Vanderbilt's going to do this season but first as we said earlier we're here with Jack Barton played all 12 games of the 2022 season special team rating of 86.4 percent by pro football focused the highest on the entire Vanderbilt football team that is that is I mean dude easy PFF loves this guy and then we got our man Tommy Eccles. Tommy Eccles also played all 12 games, recorded nine tackles, mm. second highest special teams rating mm. of 83.6 behind Jack. So we got we got two of the best uh statistical and, and, and metric special teams players with us right now. So we are very happy. So so joining joining us right now, as we said, Tommy Eccles and Jack Barton, we're going to hop right into it. Question one. So right now, as we know, fall camp's going on. It's, just from a fan perspective, it always seems like a grind, and that's probably an understatement. Just from your guys' perspective, what is fall camp like? What's sort of the schedule like? What time do you get up? What time do you go to bed? And what do you do in between? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just hell. It's, it's hell. Briefly put, it's the worst time of my life, to be honest. Um, oh, wow. You wake up, what, what time I wake up, Jack? Like six? I don't think you wake up that early. You're there all day. Unless you're hurt. If you're hurt, you're waking up yeah. at 530. Were you hurt last camp? You were, right? Yeah, I, I had my I pulled my hamstring last camp, so I was up at, at 530 every day. But um, the worst camp, and, and here's like a schedule, was is Clark Lee's first camp. Oh. We were up. You're at the facility eating breakfast by, you know, 615, 630. Um, you do, you have two, what, Tommy, what, two and a half hours of meetings? What do you, what would you it say? Like, like before practice, it was like an hour of meetings. And then you have practice for two hours, which would go for like three hours. You just be blown. <laughs> and then you get out the field and like, you're already an hour into lunch. Like, well, gosh, darn it. And then you got more meetings, a lift. And our first year, that first camp, we had, uh, some mental performance every night, which was, it got draining at the end, but it was good for us, honestly, but that was definitely a drain. And then. You got, I think you got a silly like what nine fifteen I think yeah nine thirty you be you finished dinner at nine thirty so it, yeah. it was like you know fifteen hour days and yeah. that's three weeks it's like the the worst time ever but the best time because you're with the uh, boys you know that's yeah. crazy I will say like yeah. an overview of it is like the, the morning is practice and then around like noon you're done and the rest of the day is meetings and lifts and dinner and whatnot okay now about mm-hmm. how early I know this probably varies camp by camp that first year of camp. How soon did you guys put on pads and we're in full contact mode? I think it's mandatory. It's mandatory two days, only helmets. So no, no contact. And you have to go, I think another day or two of shells. And then you go every day, full pads. And you just unleash the hell on yourself and in your body. Yeah. I I remember that first camp, like, Coach Lee had us do like three days of live in a row, which I think was illegal. So like after we did that, he was like, oh, we got to split it up actually. So that was a oh, rough really? three days. Yeah. Was that a new rule? Or... Oh, my gosh. Coach Lee just yeah, putting you all yeah. through the ringer that first camp. Was it like that during the second camp as well? I think second camp was uh, more like mentally tasking. So it was more like we have, we've, we've been in the system for a year, so you're learning the playbook more and more. It's, it's much more complex. Uh, and then physically, I mean, 
almost as demanding, but probably not as much as, a, as that first camp when he came in. But um, I mean, props to him. He, he runs the great ship. So it's like the most efficient fall camp probably of any program. Uh, yeah, I will, say, trade, like, so. I will say like, I will say like, like talking about how bad it is, but I also think like it's, it's honestly just, it's, it's a great experience and it really prepares you well for the season. It's kind of like yeah. a good transition from summer lifting, like to kind of get into football mode before the first game. That's awesome. And so staying on the topic of routine, sort of what is your game day routine like? I know, of course, as fall camp varies, it varies based on whatever time your kickoff is. First off, before we even get into the routine, did you guys prefer an 11 a.m. kickoff or a 630 kickoff? Or what was your I bet that yeah. was that Hawaii kickoff weird considering oh, the time man. difference? It was, it was tough. I mean, yeah. I prefer the 11 a.m. kickoff just because like I'm more of a morning person, like get up. I mean, we pack in the morning, so you're kind of used to it, but like sitting in the hotel all day for a night game, there's not, it's pretty yeah. bad. You're kind of just bored, honestly. You're sitting there for like three hours of rest time. Um, so I definitely, Tommy's also not mentioning that when you play an 11 o'clock game, you have your, the rest of the Saturday from like 4 p.m. on right there, too. Yeah. To oh, celebrate yeah. it, to, ce- yeah, to celebrate, you celebrate a, you know? a big you know? win. Yeah. Um, I know that, uh, that 11 o'clock Florida kickoff, I bet the rest of the day you're like, oh my God, what a day oh, this yeah. is. Yeah. Best day of our life. That was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Was, they, they obviously rushed the uh, the field after that game, but like that was on during Thanksgiving breaks. Like a lot of our friends were gone. Um, yeah, so there weren't students there, which is unfortunate. Trevor, were so, you there? I was. Yeah, me and my dad made the very so, slow trek down this. So sick. this is what happened. So quick story: we're about to leave, and we see people on the field, and we honestly just thought it was recruits and family of players, and we're like, oh, that's cool. But then we saw just fans walking down the steps, and I go, Dad, I think they're letting people on the field right now. And he's like, oh, well, we'll just go on and go. And I'm like, Dad, no, we're going on the field right now. So we just we trekked all the way down and like had to go down those big steps, and we got to the field, and I was like, Honestly, one of my first inst- instincts was to look on the sideline and try and grab like a towel or a Gatorade bottle. But by the time I got there, they'd all been snacked. So I was like, well, I yeah, guess I'll, quick just, with it. I'll just walk around and get a photo, but I don't have a souvenir to take home. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. I made the rounds on Twitter, too. With Nashville, people were like, oh, Vanderbilt yeah. rushing the field. And you're me and Will talk about this all the time. If you've never been to now First Bank Stadium. You can't just jump the railing. You you break your legs. It's such yeah. a high drop, and you're just like, well, what else do you want? What else do you want him to do? Is is either it's either go down the stairs in an orderly fashion, or people are going to get sent off in hospital or to in like ambulances to hospital. So that was, but no, we we made the trek. We didn't get down there soon enough to see you guys, but we made the trek certainly. Let's go. And there so go. I know that was what a game that was. What a game. Who'd you was. get photos with? Just me and my dad. I didn't get photos. I didn't get photos with anybody. But like, I I think I think you guys were totally off the field by the time we actually got to the field. Okay, yeah, you were late. Were you way up up there? I was shoot, man. Maybe like thirty rows up. Uh, No, that's a lie. Well, maybe close to that. I was sitting right next (laughs) to family and recruits, so I was like right there. Yeah. So it's sort of in that area, but. Mm The line people were going down so slow, understandably, yeah. that I think you were probably in the locker room by the time me and my dad got down there. So we didn't we didn't get any photos or anything. Like, the rail. It was gosh, it was awesome. That was such a fun game. That was such a fun game. So Tommy, an eleven o'clock guy. Jack, were you six o'clock guy? Eleven o'clock, two thirty guy. I think I'm having technical difficulties. I'm sorry. That's totally fine. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, now I can. Sorry, boys. 
That's totally fine. We, I can, I can edit this out. So, Jack, oh, Tommy, Tommy is an eleven o'clock kickoff guy. Are you a six o'clock, two thirty? What, what, what are we feeling? I am the most eleven o'clock guy you'll ever meet. Really? Um, th- okay, because y'all gotta think. It's great for fans for three p.m. and six p.m. because y'all get the tailgate the whole day. Yeah. But for for the players, that just means you got to roll around in in the lobby of the of the hotel or or you in your room. And they're like, yeah. take a two hour nap, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, like you're like groggy. Yeah, like you're yeah. you're trying to go play. Like you're amped up, you're yeah. ready to go, but you got to chill in the whole hotel for like two or three hours. Yeah. And it just means more walkthroughs as well. So like yeah, guys like me and Tommy, yeah. that means we're giving a scout team look. Um, <laughs> So you know, we we'd rather just go out and play and, and strap up. But yeah. So in that in that meantime, if it is a six o'clock, are you guys having like like unit meetings, offense, defense, special teams throughout the day? So it's you just can't kind of chill. You actually have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get like some rest in rooms. <clears throat> so before every game, no matter what time it is, like the two hours before you actually go on the field, you have meetings and like a team meeting, special teams, whatnot. But like for those games where you have like a night game, you'll have a walk through in the morning too, and then you'll have like two hours to kind of mess around in your room or do whatever. So it's just better to play in the morning, in my opinion. You wake up jacked up and you just get after it. Yeah, and like regardless of when the game starts, like you're up at eight a.m. So like if it's a six yeah. p.m. six p.m. game, like you're up at eight. You have to be mandatory breakfast by eight thirty. So like oh, it's gonna a, be a long had, day. Remember that shakeout before uh, UTSU with eight a.m. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh god! What is this story? Tommy, yeah, Tommy. Like the, yeah. The first game of our sophomore year, we like. We played like ETSU like night, and yeah. like we just woke up, we had like a shakeout, and we ended up doing like 88s with one of our tiring girls. So uh, pretty much like Tommy's doing a, a bad job. 88s I mean, was like a very high. I mean, personally, had obviously a reason for doing that. I think it was smart, but yeah, it it's a, just like a very intense drill. Yeah, so we intense. were like guys were gassed, and it was like Saturday at like 11 a.m. We had a game at six. We're like, what do you do? It's like we were wearing gray yeah. shirts, and like guys were fully sweat through their shirt. It was, it was yeah. And they just think they're like, oh my god, we gotta go, we gotta get back on the field. Probably like what four o'clock? <laughs> We're like, yeah, we gotta go back out yeah. there for warm ups. We gotta get ready. You're yeah. like, this is a nightmare. Yeah. Goodness. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go into uh, we'll, we'll skip around a little bit. I want to talk about uh, Justin Lustig a little bit. Your special teams coach. Um, I, I don't feel like Vanderbilt fans or Vanderbilt media talks about him a ton. Um, especially considering he's the assistant head coach to Clark Lee. So that's a pretty big role. Sort of tell me about him. What's he like? Uh, we obviously get a lot of camera time with the offensive and defensive coordinators, but I don't feel like Coach Lustig gets a ton of camera time. So what is he sort of like in a locker room, on the sideline, uh, in meetings, so on and so forth? Um, I, I, He's the greatest coach I've ever had. Like, I love the guy. Um. I think what makes him special is like he's so he's so relaxed, but then in an instant he'll he'll get on your he'll get on your ass and he can be really intense. Um, but yeah, I, I think Coach Lustig just he surrounds himself also with Coach Leepak, who's his assistant coach, um, another great dude, and, and they're just so focused on details. And I think a lot of universities and like these bigger schools sort of just like put athletes on special teams. Um, they don't really dial up like great game plans, but like no one is out grinding Coach Leepak and Coach Lustig. Um, and like specific detailed, um, you know, kickoff routines or kick returns, like how we're, how we're trap locking people or, or just, you know, like so many different ways that you could uh, attack different special teams. He's super detailed. And uh, Tommy, I don't know what you think, but. Yeah. I mean, I would just back everything you said. I mean, obviously coach Lee Pack and coach, coach Lustig. Um, I think they're like the best. I mean, just personally what I enjoy about them is like they taught like every part of the play. So there's never like a part of the play out there where like I didn't know the right technique or what to do. So I never felt lost because they always taught us what to do the, the proper technique. 
and yeah, like kind of like Jack was saying, I mean, Stig's an intense guy, which I think is awesome because he'll like get really intense and yell a guy out and then kind of turn around to one of us and kind of laugh about it. So I think he's, he's one of a kind. He's a yeah. Coach. He's, he's pretty That's funny awesome. too. And so going back to coach Lee, another thing too is, is a fan's perspective. Um, we really only see him in interviews um, when he's with the press or on the sideline. And of course, anybody in the heat of the moment in a football game can get a little bit animated. Um, but coach Lee sort of has a, uh, um, an aura around him about him being very, very cerebral, very calm, mild mannered. Of course he can pop off with the best of them if there's like a bad flag or something like that. But I mean, just about any coach can, was there ever a moment, uh, in practice or fall camp spring practice, uh, during a walkthrough to where he just sort of tore into you guys and guys didn't really know he had it in him or as players always known, always known he's had it in him. And that's just a little team kept secret. I think, I, I think it's definitely a little team kept secret. I mean, he's an intense guy. I would not call him. He's calm, but he's very intense. I remember uh, last spring, actually, you weren't here for this, Jack. I might have told you about it. Like we had a fight break loose in practice towards the end. We had like one period left of like, I think it was third down uh, or whatnot. So like only four minutes left and fight broke out. And then he just ran us for the next four minutes, like screaming at us the whole time. So, I mean, he's very intense. Like it doesn't surprise anyone. Like, when he first came to the linebacker room, like we didn't really know him, and we were in a meeting one time. So and he scary. Walks down and he's like, "Everyone shut the f up!" And like very seriously, and everyone's like, "Oh, like what the heck?" And he kind of like smiles, like I'm joking. And we we're all like, "Is this guy for real?" Like we did not know what to expect. Was, were you there for that, Jack? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was there. I was, I was like scared. I was like, "Oh man." And that's a scary guy too, because he's, I mean, he's got the bald look. He kind of, he's, he's always kind of mean mugging a little bit and he's low key kind of jacked. I always see him. I don't know. He's jacked. This is a totally off, off topic question that I know <laughs> you guys can probably answer. Why during fall camp in middle Tennessee, whenever it's so hot, are coaches wearing long sleeves, no sweatpants? I've never, is, is that, is there a reason or is it just, why I've always wanted to know. And this is finally my time to get an answer. They're, they're like religious about it too. Like they are so intense and so focused in on always wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts. I think it's because they're so busy during the day with watching film. Like those guys are watching easily eight hours of film a day that that's their workout. So they're trying to sweat as much and burn as much calories as possible. Cause they're, those guys are wearing cleats. Like they're running around, they're almost as active as the players. Um, oh, they're I, don't know how, I, I would I don't say know this how, too. Yeah, tell me you go. I'll say also they wear the sweatshirts and like I know okay, Coach Linsky's a big. I mean Coach Linsky's the best. Um, but he like he started wearing a vest, like a sixty pound vest under a sweatshirt, and then like all the other coaches started wearing it. So they're wearing yeah. like a sixty pound vest under a sweatshirt. You're like seeing that. Heat of August. I mean I'm like these guys are intense, and they're just sweating. I mean you want to talk about sweaty? Those guys get sweaty. A sixty-pound vest and under yes. their sweats, really, and every coach on the staff does, or just about does this. Not every coach, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of the defensive coaches do it. Like yeah, Lazinski rallied those guys. Yeah, Lazinski is the goat. I love Lazinski. See that was, this this was my time. This was something that I've always wanted because I've always watched football. I never played it, but I always watched football and getting into like fall camp. I always thought I'm like, why in God's name are they in hoodies? It's 110 degrees outside, and it's just every year they just wear hoodies and long sleeves. So I, I finally got my chance to ask and just and just see what it is. So now I have my answer. So thank you guys for that. Yeah. Um, going back into the coaches with Coach Lazinski and Coach Lee. Um, obviously, uh, Coach Lee his his sort of background. Um, 
obviously with defense, but really is the linebacker. Since you guys both um, were in that linebacker room, uh, is that sort of his, I don't want to call it his baby because I know as a head coach is the entire team is really his baby and he has a, um, an obligation to every position group, but is there maybe a little bit more special attention given to the linebacker room and that sort of group? I would say mm-hmm. yes. I mean, he does a really, really good job of like making, of sitting on different position meetings, but like when he sits in on the linebacker meetings, he's almost like co-leading it. Cause he, like you said, cerebral Clark Lee and, and coach Lezinski too, but like, Coach Lee is on a different level of knowing how to play linebacker from like knowing the footwork perfectly. And he can do it in like sneakers to understanding like the guards movement and how that dictates how you like rock and roll as a linebacker. I don't think there's anybody in the nation that knows more about the, and he even played in college, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. He learned it all after the fact. Um, Tommy, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'll just back that up. I mean, when he came in, like I learned so much. I mean, I'm sure you did too, Jack. Like he just, he is such a smart man and like he is so smart about linebackers specifically and so like he would come in and teach us like so much he said he would say a passing comment that was like the most like cerebral thing of all time and like it makes so much sense it's like it was nothing to him like he is the smartest linebacker mind i really think like jack was talking about like his footwork he like made his own footwork up almost um and it's insane like it's really good footwork he drills it he's insane at it so he's he's a yeah. And that's so interesting too, because like you said, Jack, he I mean he played whenever he did play, he was a fullback. So he didn't yeah. even play on that. He didn't even play on that side of the ball, period. So to know that is is really interesting. Uh once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This was this was a pleasure. Before I let you go, me and Will, uh, right after this, are going to record our uh our season preview and we're gonna give our, our record prediction. Um, and as I previously said, we we're pretty tapped into Vanderbilt athletics. We like to think, but we are not nearly as tapped in as you guys, given that you uh, played on the team for multiple years, you know, these guys, you were best buds with the guys, you know, the coaching staff. I would like to hear what your guys's record. It could be a record prediction. It could be um, even like a, a player prediction. What breakout player, uh, where are we going to see this year? Uh, sort of like what CJ Taylor was last year. Any any prediction, any insight as to what Vanderbilt fans will be able to see this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you go, you go first. Uh, you know, I'm always gonna side with my boys. I, I don't think we're going undefeated. I don't think we can be, yeah, there's no way we'd ever, there's no way we'd ever, yeah, we'd ever no, I love it. Yeah, I think we're going to win the national championship. Um, I mean, I, I truly do believe any team can be beaten. You just got to go with the right, uh, you know, kind of attack plan, which Chris does a good job of. In terms of players to watch for, I definitely watch for Darren Agu. He's a stud, he had a great spring. Um, he grew a lot this spring, and he's a beast, so I'd watch for him. That's awesome. I would say, I mean, I side with Tommy, like. I mean, those guys are our dogs, and and if they yeah. ever saw this and we said anything that wouldn't say, like that they weren't fifteen out, like yeah. they they would have some bad words for us. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think they they have a chance to do some special things this season. I think they have a ton of talent. Uh, also on the defensive side of the ball, I think Langston Patterson's just gonna keep on coming. Yeah. I mean, you know his brother's a stud, and I think he's he's just as talented. And the the dude has a relentless motor. Um, and he has Lazinski coaching him, he has Lee coaching him, like he has the resources to do, to do some special things and it's a great linebacker room. So I'm expecting big things from those guys. I know one of the, one of the better linebacker. we thought last year was a really good linebacker room and it seems there's then again, they haven't stepped on the field yet, but it doesn't seem like on paper, there's going to be a huge drop off. If anything, they probably take a couple steps forward Uh, And that's saying something, especially after losing a guy like Anthony. Um, So once again, 
We were joined by Tommy Eccles and Jack Barton. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're, we were so happy to have you guys. It's awesome to see former players, uh, guys who are, of course, still at Vanderbilt, but who keep up with the program and support the program and, and support the program and support us. We, we think it's awesome, and we, uh, we are incredibly, incredibly appreciative of it. For sure. Thank Thanks you, Trevor. Trevor. I'll Absolutely. say the door report, it's the best podcast. You know, like we listen to it weekly and it gets us fired up in the football season. And we can't wait to see you on uh, Saturdays. We'll hey. see you in the stands, baby. Hey, you know, hey, we'll 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 see you we'll see you in the stands. We'll see you tailgating. Like you said, you come by lot two, we'll come over to where you guys are, Perfect. we'll trade some beers, we'll do whatever. We'll bring yes. we'll bring Hawaiian chicken to you guys on uh on August 26th. How about that? We have a deal. Can't ask for much more than that. Deal sounds like a plan. Come awesome. On. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Trevor. I appreciate it. All right. you, have, you have been listening to a bonus episode of The Door Report with Jack Barton and Tommy Eccles. This is Trevor Hewlin. So long and anchor down.